Welcome to Start With A Win, where we give you the tools and lessons you need to create business and personal success. Are you ready? Let's do this. back for part two. Welcome to part two! <laughs> Where we interview the hardcore closer. Hopefully uh, you've listened to part one. If you haven't, make sure you go back to last week and listen to the first episode uh, of this two-part series because you're not going to want to miss it. It was uh, fantastic and then there's just more great content to come. Alright, so before we get back into this, let me let me just refresh you. Ryan Stuman, great friend of mine. This guy is incredible. He's known as the hardcore closure. He's a best-selling author, podcaster, blogger, and he he consults with some really, really awesome entrepreneurs and business owners to help them develop their sales, their copywriting, their marketing, really build their businesses, but not just build their businesses, build themselves and build their lifestyle. So let's get right back into it. Sounds good. You mentioned father. Um, you've got an amazing family. Uh, you've got a baby. You've got some uh, great boys. And I, I'll tell you. I mean, first of all, kudos to you. You're a you're a great father. You're a great dad. You are, are great in your family. Um, how does that play into the business? Because I, you, you put that first, and I, I totally understand. I get that. I'm a I'm a father. I've adopted my kids. I know you have adopted, um, you know, one one of your boys, and. Um, you know, how does that play into success? Well, as a as a family man in general, uh, and men, I'm talking to you. Um, if you can't lead your spouse, because your spouse knows everything, your kids know everything. My kids have seen me blow up. My kids have seen me throw up. My kids have seen me lose my shit, get my shit together. They they watch my routine. They see like I'm I am their leader. I'm I got to be the example for them. Same with my wife, right? They they know me at my worst. So even at my worst, I still got to be the greatest version of myself around them. And does that mean I'm perfect? You can clearly tell from this episode I am far from that, right? However, I, I set an example this morning. My five-year-old, he walks in. Uh, he's going to school. He walks in. says, bye, Dad. I love you. And uh, he said, I can't wait till I grow up and I go to the gym and run a business like you. You know, at five years old, he's got it. My 10 year old's already got a billion dollar idea. Like, and it's a, it's a legitimate, <laughs> we are working to make it a reality. Like he's already been dialed in because I, I'm raising the future because if I raise three kids that are spoiled, right. And three kids that don't have a work ethic, then it didn't do me any good to do all this stuff. I got to be the example for my sons and my daughter and my wife, just like I have to be the example for my employees, my friends and my clients. And you know, one of the big goals, parents, that I can tell you is I speak over my kids. You know, uh, Jackson's a, an entrepreneur. Asher is an analytical genius, right? He's got dyslexia and he can still read. Even though he's nine years old, he's got dyslexia so bad he can still read. And he's super smart. Man. He's one of the smartest kids I ever met. He's going to be able to run all the operations for all of my stuff. I already know that. My youngest will probably end up going to college. He'll probably be the only one that goes to college so that he can go on to be a politician. He's that kind of person. My daughter, listen, ladies, did you know that women haven't invented anything new in like four decades? I know it's crazy to say, Google it. I'm not lying. And, and so my daughter, I'm speaking, hey, because guys, it, it's a crazy story. 
But the short of it, there were some beautiful women that in like a beautiful woman like Kim Kardashian, beautiful, like, like whether you think Kim's beautiful or not, I'm talking about of that popularity named Hedy Lamar created GPS in the forties, right? GPS in the forties. Nobody gave a damn because she was beautiful. They were all too busy trying to chase her to get laid. And, and I think like, this is a true story. And I think over the years, they just like women stopped inventing stuff because it didn't do any good. So four decades, a woman hasn't invented anything new. Now there's women that have created new things like new clothing lines and stuff, but nothing new. So I've been speaking over my daughter that you get to be the woman that comes along and changes humanity with your invention. I've been speaking that over since she was born, right? And saying these things like Colton knows he's going to grow up and he's going to run the world, right? She knows she's going to grow up and invent stuff. Jackson knows he's going to take over my companies. Asher knows he's going to run the stuff on the back end and take over my companies too. Like we have a, a plan just like back in the day, if I was a farmer and I had my kids on the farm, they would know that, you know, Jackson's going to take over the farm. Asher's going to take over the tractors. She's going to take over milking the cows. We got the same scenario in our family business. Now it's just not a ranch. It's an enterprise, you know? So strong, so strong. And we spend a lot of time together. You know, like this weekend, for example, I'm, I'm home. Uh, the last two weekends I've been on the road working at speaking gigs. Uh, but this weekend I'm home. We have a bunch of four-wheelers and we travel all over the South riding four-wheelers at different stuff. So me and my sons will take off uh, probably tomorrow night after I get done with it. Uh, we have a seminar in Dallas tomorrow. Uh, when I get done with it, we'll probably take off to Oklahoma for the weekend to go riding four-wheelers, you know, with my kids to just spend some time off the grid, off the phone, away from all the electronics with burning some gas. I know that's very expensive these days. That's kind of a flex, but, but burning some gas, having a good time. That's, that's awesome, man. I mean, just the experiences you're giving your kids is incredible. And, and thank you for being such a, a great dad and a great example to other fathers out there, to other parents out there. And I know your wife is a great example to um, a great deal of leaders and, and women leaders as well. She has a uh, uh, women's She's the group. example for me. <laughs> That's absolutely. Yeah, mine's mine's about to walk in the room here pretty soon. Uh, she's she keeps me in line as well. So I mean, it's you know you you find a guy that that finds success, and there's a an amazing woman um, somewhere around them, making sure they're doing the shit that they need to get done. So um, that's right. It's it's uh, just a blessing. Uh, let me ask you the I want I want to talk to you about systems and habits real quick because you are a, a man of systems and habits. You are, I don't want to say somebody is predictable, but they're reliable in everything that they do and how they do it. I mean, the, the consistency that you put into your, your copywriting, your video delivery, your um, even just dialing, picking up the phone and calling customers and things like that. Tell me about what do those two words, consistency and systems mean to you, or habits and systems mean to you? Well, I, I don't believe in quitting. So once I start something, I just don't stop. I started writing Facebook posts in 2008, one a day. I just never quit. When I started doing blog posts once a week, I never stopped. When I started doing podcasts once a day, I just never stopped. And I have my podcast, for example, in three or four days, it'll be episode 1000. So that's how long I've been doing this, right? Like you have to like wrap your head around how many, truly how many episodes that is as a, there's like maybe 15 or 20 podcasts that have a thousand episodes and I'm about to be one of them, right? Like we're talking about of 700,000 podcasts. There's maybe 15 or 20 that have that many episodes. I've been doing it since 2011, by the way, right? Consistently since 2011, they didn't even, I didn't even know they were podcasts. We just called it internet radio show. So, uh, but I have 3 million monthly listeners. So it's, it's, uh, it's, it's paid off, but, um, 
2.9 million of those listeners didn't show up until three years ago. So if you do the math, that's like eight years that I did the shit for basically nobody. And then all of a sudden it, it picked up. But that's why I don't quit. That's just another example of why I stay consistent. Because during those eight years, do you know how many times I wanted to quit? Every motherfucking day. Every day. Every day. Why do I got to do this podcast? Nobody's listening to it. Why would I do this? Nobody's listening to it. What is the point of this? Nobody cares. Eight years later, I don't know, Oprah or somebody shared it, I guess. I don't know. But all of a sudden people started listening to it and they haven't stopped. And then they've gone back and listened to the past episodes and stuff. And had I not created those, I, I, they, they maybe would have came and listened to two or three episodes and then bounced and forgot all about me. But instead, I've got years worth of content. You can't escape me once I got you on my web, you know. And, and that's the thing is like consistency is, is a part of that. You know, every day when I, I go to the gym and every day when I get to the gym, uh, I go in the parking lot and I write my Facebook post before I go in the gym. I don't sit there and scroll my phone while I'm working out. I don't have time for that. I'm in there to work out, but I do write my Facebook post consistently every morning before I walk into the gym. Right. Um, and as far as like the, the other thing that I'm the most consistent with is in, I said earlier, like God holds me accountable, but the truth is God's not breathing over my shoulder going, Hey dude, you're doing the work today, right? Like we're all human beings here. So I have, this will work well for you entrepreneurs out there. Uh, my calendar is my boss. So whatever's on my calendar for the day, that's telling me what to do at this time. You do this. See, oftentimes we say we have a to-do list, but we don't assign a time limit to it. We say, Oh, I'll just check the easy shit off. And uh, damn it. Now I'm to the hard stuff. I guess I'll do it. Blah, blah, blah. No, no, no. At eight to eight 15, your ass got to write the emails, right? At nine to nine 30, you got to write the blog post, right? At 10 o'clock, you got to be on the podcast with Adam Contos for an hour, right? At 11 o'clock, you got a customer sitting right outside your office that signed up for their day long with you that you've got lunch and afternoon planning session with like, like that schedule is my boss. Every day I wake up and I don't say, I don't have anybody to ask, Hey, what do I need to do today? I just look at my calendar. It's like, here's the stuff you need to do and the time frame that you need to do it. If not, if you can't do it in that time frame, uh, you're screwing up because we set up the right time frame for you to be there. So I expect all this stuff to be done. And I don't go home till everything on that calendar is done. Some days it's not a lot. I'm lucky lately because I have a lot of employees and stuff. But most days it is packed full. Oh, yeah. I, I, believe me, getting on your calendar is no easy task. And, and I got your direct number, man. So it's uh yeah <laughs> you're, you're making a and lot i of, like you <laughs> i want you on my calendar <laughs> but it, it, this is a lesson for everybody out there because the reality is you you know the, the biggest excuse that everybody makes is that they're busy it, which is a bunch of bs people are not busy we're all busy exactly yeah. they're just putting things in their calendar that don't matter that's busy. Yep. You know, you're productive, man. You're you're very selective. If it's not a hell yes, it's a no. And I mean, the the reality is you do things that that build yourself, build your business, build your family and lifestyle and help others. And if it has to, you know, you talked about, you know, people scrolling their, you know, I most of them should at some point they're gonna have thumb injuries because they're on social media so much just doing nothing but scrolling. But the reality is, um, you know, that's where we market to people. And I wanna I wanna switch to that real quick. I want to talk about marketing because you are one of the best marketers I've ever met. I mean, truly one of the best. Um, 
and you've you've built a marketing platform, a, a lead generation platform called Phone Sites. Uh, I want to hear briefly about that. But um, tell me about getting people's attention and getting them engaged. Those two things, and how does like Phone Sites play into this? How do how do your businesses play into that? Because ultimately, if you don't get if somebody's not interested in you, they're not going to engage with you for business. That's the world we live in these days. You know, um, the the in my personal opinion, it is unprofessional to cold call, spam text, or cold DM somebody in the social media, right? Like, like it's it's highly unlikely, not not impossible, but highly unlikely that someone's just minding their own business and you just randomly show up in their life and you're gonna sell them something, right? Um, and and it's there's a lot of stress and resistance in selling that way. Instead, the key to marketing is, first of all, finding exactly who you want to do business with, right? Uh, I can't do business with people that work at the car wash. They, they like, for example, they can't afford my services. So if I was still talking in car wash language, uh, then I wonder why all these people that are making minimum wage keep showing up that I can't do business with and why the real people aren't showing up. So first of all, I got to learn the language of the audience. Okay. So who's the audience and what's their language? For example, if you are a, uh, a realtor, right? Um, you have a, a, each industry has its own insider language. Uh, a realtor might be a RESPA or truth and lending or closing disclosure. Like to outsiders, they don't know what the hell a CD is, right? They think it's a, an old school disc that you pop in old cars and listen to music on, right? But in our world, it's the thing that shows how much money we're going to make when we close a, a transaction, right? And so we have this insider language. And so the, when you can communicate to somebody, they see your post on Facebook, they see your post on Instagram, or they run across your ad and see your website or your funnel or whatever, you need to make sure that you're conveying that you're an insider, you're one of them that you speak their language, right? Like if you were uh, if in, in real estate, again, we use this example, we say houses right now, are appreciating and listings are going for an all-time high. If you and, and you were trying to sell a coaching program to real estate agents on how to get listings, but that would be the language you use. But what if you showed up and you were like, homes are worth more than they have ever been before due to inflation. And because of that, people who own homes that would like to sell them want to talk to somebody in the middle that can help them with that process. You'd be like, dude, there's like words for all of this stuff. How do they not know what those words are, right? And you feel like an outsider, like clearly this person isn't one of us. And so, man, learning the language of your people is important, right? So who who your audience is and who your language, and then then being, and then authentically communicating with them, your story, your services, your help, but in their language. Okay, so like if I, I'm a salesman, if I'm gonna go sell to people in China, I'm gonna go and I'm gonna learn Mandarin and I'm gonna go sell to them in China, Chinese. I'm, I'm not gonna try to sell to them in English. So it's the same thing with your people here. And if you can get that piece down, then then that's what happens is it not overnight, but over time it creates an attraction marketing system. And what you want, and, and this is a power move and it takes time, but what you want is people to show up in your DM saying things like, what do you do for a living? Or I really like your post or blah, blah, blah. And that gives you an opportunity to tell them, hey, thank you. I'd love to talk to you and see if maybe I can help you or whatever. And then you got inbound leads instead of you spamming and trying to distract people. Changes the game. 
And here's the best part that the numbers don't lie. You only need one inbound lead for like every 300 outbound spam. So you might think you're being super productive, spending six hours, you know, spamming 300 people for the day, when in reality, you're only going to get one lead out of that anyway. So if you make a post and only one person slides in your DM, you saved yourself three hours worth of work and got the same amount of money, you know? Perfect. Yeah. I mean, cut through the noise, cut through the noise and actually, you know, fishing in a barrel type situation. But um, that Ryan, that reminds me of um, uh, one of my favorite Nelson Mandela quotes. Uh, he said, if you talk to a man in a language he understands, that goes to his head. If you talk to him in his own language, that goes to his heart. Yep. And That's it, good. Yep. It's just, it's incredible when you think about that. I mean, that right there, marketing masterclass from the marketing master here, it's it's your words. And uh, I encourage everybody to go check out what Ryan has to say. We didn't set up this interview for me to ask him that. Go look and see what he has to say in his social media, and you're going to go, wow. I mean, this guy is one of the best copywriters you have ever seen. And look at the words and how he delivers those, the the spacing, the tempo, just some of the, um, the way that they carry feelings and emotion to you. And it, it's fascinating. And without a doubt, it shows you how he's gotten to the success that he's gotten to. He understands how to talk to people, how to deliver that that oration, both in written form, which is different in written form than it is in, in verbal form. And then he it puts is. it all onto video so that people can understand, you know, see his face and understand his emotion and things like that. So, I mean, it's a marketing masterclass right here in this this portion of the uh, the podcast. So, um, keep, all right. So we turn this into a lead. What do we do with our leads? I mean, you've, you've got a program that helps with that. Okay. We, we get people's attention or we want to get their attention. Now we need to continue to talk to them in their language. Right. And how do we, how do we turn this into business? So, uh, you know, businesses, I don't care what you are in the business of, you're in the business of collecting data these days. Data is the the biggest asset that you can have. When you go sell your company, they don't care how many homes you sold. They care how many home buyers are in your database. That's like, that's what they are basing things on. Agents come and go, home buyers come and go, but do you have data that they can market and monetize, right? And so, Data is actually, even today, still more valuable than gold, uh, than oil, uh, which is the most valuable resource. The reason why is data is more valuable. It's infinitely valuable. You pull oil out of the ground, burn it in gasoline, it's gone forever. Data, you can monetize it over and over and over and over and over again. So if you own a business right now or you're in sales, you need to be collecting data. You need to be collecting the information of the people that you do business with and people that you want to do business with. Um, our 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 program phone sites uh, is a software. It's an enterprise software that builds websites on your behalf, like the easiest templates you've ever seen. It writes great copy, my style copy, which is like Adam said, some of the best in the world. I have artificial intelligence where you can plug in a few keywords and it'll write a whole ass sales page that looks like, like I wrote it. Like it is amazing technology. Um, then we have follow-up systems. So basically we can put your entire sales life on autopilot for like 50 bucks a month. And, uh, and, and, and that's the, that's the future is attracting people on social media, keeping their data, communicating with them on autopilot until they're ready to open their wallet and pay you. And you might think that sounds absolutely crazy. Who's going to fall for that? We do eight, almost nine figures a year in that right now, that same exact process from, from just eight figures alone, just from Facebook every year. 
for anybody that uh, wants to check out phone sites, I will uh, grab a link from Ryan and we'll put that in the show notes here and encourage everybody to take a look at that. One other thing I, I want to give you is like just a free gift. You can go to YouTube and type in Ryan Stuman Catch, C-A-T-C-H. Uh, that's a sales process for people that slide into your DMs or text or email. Uh, it works on the phone too, but most people, they are writers these days. But that process works. So go watch the video. It's like 20 minutes, absolutely free. There's nothing for sale in it. But when you can get leads through phone sites and you or, or through social media or however you get them, and you can use the catch selling process, it's like real easy, no pressure, uh, easy to remember, easy to go through. And like, you know, uh, 80% of the time it works 100% of the time, you know. <laughs> I love that. 80% of the time it works out. I mean, that's, those are pretty good odds, okay? Uh, I'll take them. So, that's uh, pretty good odds. Ryan, this has been an incredible, I mean, it's been, it, it's been great for our uh, audience to get to know you. I mean, you know, I can't imagine there's a whole lot of people that, that haven't heard of you out there, but there are going to be a few of our listeners around the world, particularly where we're all over the place, just like you are. Um, and there's a lot, a lot of people out there that we can all talk to. So um, anyhow, I, I loved having you on here. I it's just great to see you again, my friend. Um, and I, I do have a question that I ask everybody that's on this show, and that is, Ryan, how do you start your day with a win? Uh, easy. So I have a an app that I use called the G Code. You can go to uh, gcodechallenge.com. It's it's a free app. And the first thing I do every morning when I wake up is I you have to get four points a day. And the way that you get the first point of the day is writing and journaling five things that you're grateful for. So the first thing that I do is I start my day, wake up, pull my phone, pull that app up while I'm still laying in bed, and I write five things that I'm grateful for. And that goes ahead and puts a point into my my day. I get four points a day. Listen, you want to hear consistency, Adam, right? Uh, 3,270 points, four points a day, right? 3,270 points. Let's do this. 30, oh, I can just tell from the app here. That is 987 days. I'm almost 1,000 days of doing this, man. It is ingrained into my head. But like this morning, I'm, I'm thankful for phones, right? Because uh, I had to make some calls today that are going to make me some big money. Uh, I'm thankful for God. Uh, I'm thankful for water, right? That's one of the things I'm grateful for. I was uh, thirsty this morning. I had a whole bunch of hydration. I'm thankful for my family and my kids. And I'm thankful for my life. Like these are just like five simple things that I woke up this morning and I'm grateful for, but that gives me point number one. Then I take my ass to the gym. That gives me point number two, right? So I'm halfway through my point system for the day. But man, that that is, I got, I track wins daily, right? It's funny that you asked me that because I literally am tracking four wins guaranteed a day. Awesome. Ryan Stuman, a hardcore closer, a great friend, um, just an incredible human being, somebody who's out there every day making life better for, for so many. And starting with a win. Thank you, Ryan, my friend, uh, my brother, for being on Start With a Win. We will uh, see you next time. Thanks for having me on, man. Yeah, that's right. But hey, if you're ready to create personal business success, make sure to head over to startwithwin.com. You can find a lot more great content there. You can connect with Adam. Uh, you can also find places to order the book, Start With a Win. And, uh, you know, until next time, remember, start with a win.